0: Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 273. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. On this episode we're doing a review of a screener that was sent through to me all the way from the USA. This title is now available for you to buy and trust me when I say that recommendations are coming high for this one. On this episode we will be looking at Takashi Miki's Tsukiyaki Western Django which was originally released in 2007 but has just got the special collector's edition treatment from those folks over at MVD. So we'll be taking a little look at that release, giving it a little grade for all y'all out there and um, that'll be coming up after the first break. Before we get to that as always, let's recap where we are. We are in the middle of what is to be a very busy week. Five planned episodes coming from Podcasts Under The Stairs back on Monday we dropped for you the next installment of our summer teapots top 10 series looking at the 2000s the episode was based on 2001 and I'm already getting great feedback from it so thank you very much for checking out another hefty episode clocking in just over four and a half hours in length we are obviously doing this special bonus episode today tomorrow you're getting another bonus episode looking at another screener for the forthcoming release of The Pale Door that is out on VOD end of the month. Feels like we've been waiting a long time for that one because that poster dropped well, over a year ago and right then it had my attention, Joe R. Lansdale and western horror movie and I was like oh yes. So we're finally getting to it and you guys will be able to see it real soon and you'll have my review uh, in advance of it dropping, i will be non-spoiler for obvious reasons so that will be coming out for your attention tomorrow on Saturday is listener choice time so keep your eyes peeled on Friday which is tomorrow for the list of three movies that you get to select from, we're probably going to stick with Shudder at the moment because there's a ton of things on Shudder that I want to see and get use of my subscription for. So I'm going to put another three Shudder titles up there. That I have not seen you can pick between them. And then into Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We're looking at Slaughterhouse Rock. Which is disc number 32. In the eighty-eight Films Slasher Classic Collection. So that's your week ahead for you. This coming Sunday. You will also get the next installment of Chronicle Podcast. We are returning with the third and final chapter of Season 3. Looking at British Folk Horror. So yeah, cannot wait to get into that one as well and we'll be kicking it off in style with a little movie called Kill List. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. Okay, that is us all caught up. You're going to have a short break anyway, or I'm going to have a short break. You can have a short break as well. If you want, go and get a tea or a coffee or something a bit harsher and then uh, get yourself all comfy on your chair or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And get ready because it is time for you to hear promos and trailers, and then we return for the two thousand and seven Takashimiki movie, Sukiyaki Western Django. Coming right up, right after this. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And while Witch didn't make it to the top of the world, he did make the Gangs of Hollywood podcast. So join the gang and enjoy a movie review podcast about movie gangs, gangsters, mobsters, and the mayhem they cause. You can find GOH Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GOHpod at www.gohpod.com As well as your favorite podcast listening app. And remember, say hello to your little friend for me. On a distant island, these two clans split into the Reds and the Whites, wage war. Their story goes a little something like this. Not too shabby. Hideaki Ito, Yusuke Iseya, Kaori Mamoi, Yoshino Kimura, and Quentin Tarantino. Life is all about goodbyes. In Takashi Miike's English language masterpiece. Sukiyaki Western Django. And welcome back. So, you've just heard the trailer for Sukiyaki Western Django. So, this one has just been released, ladies and gents. It finally made its way out um, to a essentially brand new blu-ray restoration um, and a collector's edition packaging in the states on the 30th of June this year. Big thanks to MVD for posting this over for me to do a little review on. I was really excited to get my hands on this one. This is a movie I've not seen since its release um, way 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 back in the day and it kind of slipped my mind. It's one of those ones that you just forget that Takashi Miki's made and I think it's safe to say that that's okay to do that because Takashi Miki makes, what, about three, four movies a year, every year. And this one to me is a, a kind of important movie because a lot of what is set out here in terms of the action uh, is almost preempting his 2010-13 Assassins movie, which I've said many times might be my favourite Miki movie. I think it's like absolutely fucking stunning. So, yeah, um, thank you very much to MVD for sending this across to the UK. Now, you might be wondering, Duncan, why did they send it across to the UK? Well, let me tell you. The reason they sent it over here is because not only do I have a lot of American listeners, chances are if you're listening right now, you might be American, um, but this is region unlocked, so this title can be played on any Blu-ray player, so that's kind of cool so you don't have to only be in the States to get your hands on this one. You can pre-order it or, or book it to bring it over here as well. Now, there are some things worth mentioning here in terms of the bonus material for this release, and then we'll get into some of the sales points for the, the disc itself and then into the review proper. Um, so this specific release has a high-definition Blu-ray release 1080p presentation of the main feature and 235-1 aspect ratio. The audio formats are both 2.0 stereo and English 5.1 surround sound. The subtitles are in English and in Spanish. You get the extended cut of this movie as well, also in HD. That runtime is about 3 seconds shy of 2 hours in length, with optional Japanese subtitles. Um, You have the making of featurette, which comes in standard definition with English and Japanese subtitles, clocks in about 52 minutes, Uh, you've got deleted scenes, um, a sizzle reel, promotional clips and the TV and theatrical trailer spots for both the US and Japan. You can also uh, get this one with a special slipcase that comes with it, which is kind of bitchin' artwork. So the... The blurb on the MVD release is Famed Japanese auteur Takeshi Miki Best known for his classics Audition, Ichi the Killer and The City of Lost Souls Redefines the Spaghetti Western with Tsukiyaki Western Django An epic tale of blood, lust and greed Starring Hideaki Ito Yusuke Aisa Kyori Monomi And Quentin Tarantino Two clans battle for legendary hidden treasure in a desolate mountain town. One day a lone gunman, burdened with deep emotional scars but blessed with incredible shooting skills, drifts into the town. Two clans try to woo the lone gunman to their side but he has ulterior motives. Dirty tricks, betrayal, desire and love collide as the situation erupts into a final explosive showdown. So, um, yeah, this one does have uh, a cameo from Quentin Tarantino. It's slightly longer than your average cameo. He's essentially the storyteller setting up the the plot of the movie and then kind of appears in later scenes. I actually also think, and I may be wrong about this one, and a better podcaster and reviewer would have tracked down specific references to this. I think he shows up later on heavily uh, made up as an older Japanese man. I may be wrong about that one Um, obviously Miki and Tarantino good friends Uh, Tarantino himself would rank um, Audition as one of the 20 favourite movies from 1992 to 2017 so yeah he's like he's a big fan of Takashi Miki And I believe there's a a, a kind of mutual um, respect there as well. And it's interesting when you think about, you know, uh, the idea of the influence of the Django movies coming from the, you know, spaghetti western era right through Tarantino's love and kind of reappraisal. Of you know, the Django movie that he made, and then obviously Takashi Miike taking a stab at it as well. Both of them completely different movies, putting their own sorts of flavor on them, which I, you know, I, I genuinely think is absolutely awesome. Um, this is Takashi at his most playful, and like like I said before, kind of showing off some of those skills that he had crafted earlier in his career, specifically doing like kind of yakuza straight to video stuff. Um but also kind of preempting a lot of what he's gonna go off and do kinda of post this movie when it comes um to doing something along the lines of Thirteen Assassins. Uh, there's also like a lot to love about this movie if you are a fan of kind of samurai movies and or kinda of spaghetti westerns, because it has both those elements kinda of intrinsically linked. The opening section to this one, the one that kinda has Tarantino almost introduced the movie, so to speak, is I mean it is a love letter to kinda Japanese kinda no theatre or kabuki theatre as well. So idea of you can actually see the painted backgrounds, you can see things held by strings in the background like like the sun or clouds. And you know, it has this great setup which leads to the story of these kind of two reprehensible gangs one dressed in black and red another dressed in white kind of clambering for this treasure chest full of gold in this western town um, and this kind of lone lone gunman that shows up in place there's a couple of kind of quirky lone gunman-esque characters in the movie but this lone gunman shows up and he's trying to be courted by either side but he's got something in his past that, you know, is maybe fueling his, his appearance there and his bloodlust and vengeance. Um, if you've never seen West Western Django before, it is a ton of fun. It has all of the signature stuff that you expect from a Miki movie. It has a kind of wry, almost playful sense of humour. It is incredibly bloody. You know, like, there there is absolutely no um, sparing the rod for the special effects here. I love the idea that, Takashi Miki for the most part if he can do like real blood effects on screen he will do it he's not one of these guys that will lean too much in to the CGI thing he certainly has in his later career but at this point not so much so it's weird to kind of think as well that we are at this stage what um, eight years seven years maybe nine years tops removed from his work on Audition and that to me is nuts you know what I mean to see him like go through all these massive spectrum of changes where it's like the happiness of the Katakuras um, or you know through to things like Ichi the Killer um, and you know like I say just a couple of years removed from him actually doing like 13 Assassins which like you've heard me talk about on this podcast before I genuinely think is like Mickey's masterpiece, but it's just generally one of my favourite films I've ever fucking made. What so what he does here is he he kind of really sets up the quirky humour, um, the great kind of practical effects. But I love all the little avenues we go down, all these little side quest stories that we get from the kind of the background of all these characters. It plays into, and whilst admittedly myself not the biggest, um knowledgeable podcaster and spaghetti westerns i found a real love for him through the 88 Films italian collection so there are whole sections in here that reminded me of some of the movies that we've discussed recently whether it's something like navajo joe um or even through to movies like the mercenary these things are certainly in here as reference points as well as the django stuff as well and um, that you know he's it's clear that Mickey has a, a love of that cinema as well because he's bringing the best bits and it's not like touch notes he's him it's actually for the most part really well and really well interwoven um story points from these movies that just add up to a kind of like I said earlier on this kind of warm embrace uh, to specifically the the kind of Django stuff but more more notably to spaghetti westerns but with that eastern flavor. I love the look of the characters as well, Um, there's a lot of actors that he has used before and would use after this that that make appearances, so if you're a fan of Miki's work, chances are you're going to see a lot of familiar faces here, but I love the idea as well of these characters not looking like they're from the Wild West, I mean some of them have like coloured hair, you know, like piercings, you know, all the stuff that would make them kind of feel almost Yakuza-esque, which is certainly his bag, but he's bringing them into this world I think that works really well. The score is absolutely bitching for this, like a really, really great score, and it kind of just, it just sits perfectly as this companion piece to the movie. Like you could happily listen to the score and never get bored at all. But you know, in conjunction with the with the movie and what you're seeing on the screen, it's, it's kind of brilliant. I mean, it's ostentatious, it's absurd in parts. Um, the battle sequence at the end is just I mean if you're not smiling you're dead inside Is that, it's that sort of kind of battle and it just flows at a great pace this movie now I had seen the original like movie when it was released so I'd never seen the extended cut uh, so that's what I watched for this particular review now what is kind of interesting about this one is the extended cut is extended if you know what I mean uh, the original version, the theatrical version, is just under an hour and forty long and the extended cut is just under two hours long. So you're getting like an adi- additional 20 minutes of stuff in here. And I would love to see like, my memory was that sharp on its initial release that I remembered all the stuff and then as a result when the new stuff's in here it didn't, it didn't you know... I could totally tell where it was that they'd added stuff. I couldn't because it's been like 2007, 13 years ago. Um, So this to me was just like a... It was almost like a a fresh viewing from from scratch and it didn't feel long, even though it's just shy of two hours. It didn't feel like it was a bloated movie. I would love to then go back and check the theatrical cut and see where all these things were. I, I get a feeling it's probably mostly... Um, some of the character's backstory and maybe some of the, the the violence but that would surprise me Miki's not the sort of guy who cuts violence out of his movies so I imagine that's probably the reason why it was done that way um, but yeah I'll, I'll have a better understanding suffice to say I watched the extended cut for this review and it seemed seamless and felt like a, a, a rounded, well-rounded movie so uh, I'm not entirely sure what is the difference part there. As we're saying as well, um, specifically on this release, MVD have pulled out all the stops. Uh, this comes, the the artwork is the tits, uh, the slipcase is, is nice, the special features are brilliant and the restoration on here, whilst I'm not entirely sure they're behind the restoration, is brilliant, I mean it's a really, really crisp movie, it's got that kind of C.P.R. wash over it already because it's kind of like full western, so it has that kind of authenticity to it that I think looks really well, but the special features are, are great on this one, whether it's the uh, TV spots which were a lot of fun, uh, but it's sizzle reel and the, the making of feature it like, the making of feature it just in general is super interesting for anyone that is a fan of not only cinema, but kind of western movies is is great to check out and you you should be. So, I really enjoyed that aspect as well. So, yeah, I I mean, I'm a happy camper with this one. Um, This, to me, is one of these sort of movies that you should just own. (laughs) Like, just in general, get it in your collection, um, get it locked in. Um, it ticks a lot of boxes, and whilst not necessarily one that we would class as quote unquote genre, um, I mean, this is Takashi Miki, a guy who kind of sashies, tangles that's a better word he does a tango in and out of our genre a lot. So getting a chance to sit down and watch his stuff is kind of fucking amazing on any given day. But any time a Mickey releases getting the, you know, the old uh, 1080p work, then you should be you should be showing it as well. Um, yeah, I, I genuinely thought this was was a great presentation of a movie that I hadn't seen in so long. But coming back to watch it, just kind of fell in love with it again. I think it is super entertaining and like very, I mean, cinematography is fantastic. Fucking like he makes it look so easy. That's the thing about Mikey is he makes his movies look so easy, even when they are going into the most absurdest territory. You only have to watch something like The Happiness of the Katakuras to understand that. But he just makes his stuff feel effortless, and this is a phenomenal release. So it gets it gets big thumb up from this guy. In terms of my my grade for it, uh, you know, if we're talking about the the movie itself. It's a, you know, it's a four straight away, four out of five for sure. But it's a great presentation as well. So like all the stuff here is worthy of your collection. So a four out of five for Sukiyaki Western Django. Just honestly, just when you thought um, it was safe to say that your collection was complete, it isn't. There's always stuff being released, and this is one that I would certainly push for. And once again, huge thanks to MBD for sending out. The promotional copy for me to check out it was a uh, it was a delight and a pleasure to review okay we're going to do our final break when we come back we're closing out the show and we're doing it right after this you're listening to the podcast under the stairs you've been listening to the podcast under the stairs this has been bonus episode 273 with a review of sukiyaki western django it's currently available in the states the street date was the 30th of june but it is region unlocked so if you're like me over in the uk you can import that motherfucker and get it in your collection effortlessly how about that effortlessly so yeah make sure you pick it up um, there's a multitude of ways to check out the show as always wherever you're listening to me right now hit subscribe uh, to our feed that way you always get every episode from podcast under the stairs and there's a lot coming this week so you want to make sure you're subscribed whilst you're subscribing to things make sure you subscribe to the teapots collective as well this uh, past week we dropped an episode of where It begin with jalo an episode of opera omnia a couple of days ago we dropped a brand new episode of Doing the Nasty. This weekend we dropped a new episode of Chronicle. So that feed was dormant for a little while as we were moving the pieces around for the summer series. But it's picking back up with earnest. So go make sure you're subscribed to that as well. And that way you're covering all the bases. You'll never miss anything that I have recorded, edited, produced and released simple as that. Visit our website is teaputscast.com. You can buy merch to support the show by going to teaputscast.bigcartel.com Visit us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teaputscast You can visit the Facebook group page for the Teaputs Collective by going to facebook.com forward slash teaputscast You can interact with myself and the Baz on the twin prongs of social media, sexiness, Instagram and Twitter. Both can be followed at teaputscast.com check us out in the flick chat app flick chat is free and available for android now s users and our join code is t the podcast under the stairs will return for you tomorrow ladies and gents we're doing a review of a brand new screener for the pale door it's getting released on bod towards the end of the month but you can hear my thoughts on it coming your way tomorrow but until then whatever you are whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours please take care of yourselves out there this is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off